0: You are now rocking with the bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. (laughs) Vans is proud to announce its brand new anti-hero collaboration celebrating four skateboard icons, Cardiel, Grosso, Fanner, and Trujillo. Celebrating the unapologetic
1: spirit of anti-hero skateboards and its heritage of nearly 25 years, The Old School Pro, Slip On Pro, and Skate Mid Pro join the TNT Advanced Prototype in a collection that boasts premium suede and canvas upper textiles, Vans' trusted Pro Skate performance technology, and custom anti-hero graphics.
0: Both the Skate Mid Pro and TNT Advanced Prototype employ Vans Ultra Cush Lite 3D footbeds while the Old School Pro and Slip-On Pro are equipped with Duracap reinforced rubber underlays for durability and Ultra Cush HD sock liners for unparalleled cushioning. Reggie, send
1: me a pair of them Old School Pros with that Ultra Cush HD sock liner. I'm trying
0: to go find a 50 stair gold rail, Cardiel styles, and get my 5 on. All right, bro, if you do that, I'm going to be rocking that slip-on pro-like fanner and back-180-ing everything in sight. You feel me? Oh, I feel you, brother. Vans,
1: off the wall since 1960, motherfucking sick.
0: Drop that bitch. And now, live
2: from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan.
0: Welcome,
1: welcome, welcome. Another week in the booth. Another week in Studio E. You know what fucking time is. (laughs) It's time to pop shit off with the Bump Boys. You heard? Season 8, Episode 8. What a magical number. 88. The year I was born. 88. Fucking Eric lindros's number. One of my favorite players growing up. 8 kobe bryant's first half of his career number it's a magical time in studio e i'm here the ghost got my man d jones we got antoine behind the scenes
3: it's a cool cool thing
0: thing. brother how you feeling this week it's the snowman baby young jeezy style episode eight Couldn't be happier. We got a real Bodmon in the building. Sean Pablo stopped by Studio E. Then you know what time it is. We head into the post office answering emails and we gonna finish it up with a rundown like you've never seen before. It's all scattered. There's nothing organized about it this week, baby, but it's burning. I smell it. (laughs) What is that, dog? (laughs) Oh, it's a barn, yo. Ah. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on instagram at the bunt live like us on facebook at the bunt and send in them emails to keep the post office popping to the bunt live at gmail.com i think we took last week off but it's time for safa's random shout out so who you got this week
1: oh brother we're out there
0: <laughs> i mean
1: brother we're out fuck i can't say that brother we're out Thou, magnus hansen my brother on the west coast we had him on what season six or something nothing but love straight up canadian legend him and his boys put out three Pete it's on thrasher go peep it nothing like a fantastic independent film done well put yo angelo fajardo i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but what a beautiful video loved it magnus hansen uh steve burke ryan simmons killed it baby bro you, you guys killed it Go watch that video. Magnus, straight legend. Oh, and he had a clip in a bunty. Oh, my Doesn't favorite clip better. of the video, Hell yeah. Hanson
0: Honey, baby. It's always sweet. Go check 3peat on Thrasher, man. Much love. Also on Thrasher, <laughs> check out Vans' courtesy video. All the Vans' Canadian homies on there. Jake Kuzik did it again. That guy can do it all, can't he? Another legend in the game. That's what I'm
1: saying. You seen this man on a snowboard? Oh. Yo, you see my man Stefan Nolly heel over my head
0: from flat? <laughs> God damn, go peep the boys, yo. Another episode of The Bunt means another box to give away. CHPO brand does not stop, baby. They doing it for the people, just like we are over here at The Bunt. This week, the question is a little harder. This season, all of CHPO brand solid black sunglasses have been made out of recycled PET bottles. And one of their team members has a pro model made out of this very material. You tell us who and send in your answer to BuntLive at gmail.com. And what's going to be showing up at your door? (laughs) Some diamonds for your wrist. You heard me? CHPO
1: brand, baby, for the people just like us. Reggie, this week we got a young stud, young legend in the making. In the booth. Uh, it was awesome to get Sean Pablo in here. Made a name for himself in the Cherry video. Won me over as a fan in the Converse video. And he's been on a tear ever since, man. Blessed? God just damn. Just
0: blessed. The man is beautiful on a skateboard. That style, you don't find it everywhere these days. And uh, we're just happy to have him inside Studio E this week. A true pleasure. Yo, let's pop it off, Sean. But before we get to the fucking interview...
1: (laughs) You know what time it is, baby. (laughs) Yeah, let me grab a couple of them. It's a movement. Ooh, 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 steam whistle, baby. Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz.
0: All right, we got Sean Pablo in the building. What's happening, man? What's up? What's happening?
4: How's it going? Just chilling, <laughs> dog. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm like f- waking up and shit. I'm trying to drink some coffee.
0: We made it happen, man. You're a hard guy to lock down, but I know, dude. I'm sorry about that. That's <laughs> all good. Are you a West Coast man these days, or
1: right now? Cat?
4: Um, I have my apartment in in uh, New York right now, but right like at the second, I'm in my bedroom where like i pretty much grew up and shit oh sick. so i'm in la right now yeah
1: back with the fam
4: Mm-hmm. my mom's at work but i'm just chilling here because i'm a deadbeat <laughs> i don't have a job
0: you got a serious job you got what the do you dopest mean? job in
4: the game yeah. man. You yeah. kidding me? my mom is just like has to wake up at seven in the morning and i'm just like passed out i feel like such a <laughs> dick
0: skate life <laughs> B. yeah i Enjoy it.
4: I know, I know.
0: So we started every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment.
4: Dude, I hate to tell you this, but I don't know shit about any sport. (laughs) Like, literally nothing.
0: What about growing up? Did
4: you play any sports? Never.
1: No highlights?
4: I was always, like, nerdy and into, like, playing music and stuff. I always wanted to be good at it, but I was just, like so fucking bad at it so i just never did it i was like all embarrassed <laughs> about it like playing basketball and shit i should have though because i'm you know six foot two now so you know maybe i would have been good <laughs> you
1: never, you never smoked someone in dodgeball to win the game or something in gym class i can't
4: think of anything man i feel like i would always just like hide in the corner during gym <laughs> class <laughs> honestly right, fair enough i would just want to go skate
1: what about skate moment
4: favorite skate moment? Probably, like, when I landed my first kickflip. I don't know. That's kind of, like, a stupid one, but, you know, that feeling that everyone... Everyone remembers that Everyone remembers, like, how fucking awesome that felt, so... Yeah, I remember I would, like, practice them, but I could never do them, like... I could only land with one foot. Like, I could only land with, like, my back foot on the board, and I just did not fucking get how to, like, land with two feet on my board, and then finally... I landed a, a sex change kickflip. Like, for some reason, my my body <laughs> yeah. just, like, flipped to goofy foot. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I did it, but I didn't do it. Like, I knew it wasn't a proper kickflip, but I was still just, like, so fucking hyped. And then, yeah, probably landing that. I don't know. Landing a, a hard trick, maybe, like the my last trick in the blast video or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a pretty fucking good one.
1: Were you stationary though on that kickflip?
4: Yes, yes, definitely stationary. Okay, okay. Or you know what? I was going, I was going uphill. This is so weird. But like <laughs> I was pushing uphill because it would help me kickflip somehow, and then that's how I think I landed switch, and then I started rolling down. Oh, regular. Okay. You, you know what I mean?
1: You were you were too shook <laughs> to come sick. back. Fakey. Yeah, probably.
4: <laughs> I, I think I was in like fucking fifth grade or fourth grade or something like that.
1: So tell us about coming up where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating
4: um okay I grew up in LA like my room that I'm sitting in right now is pretty much the area that I grew up like I just grew up around Echo Park and Silver Lake
1: and how'd you get into skating
4: shit it's been a long it's pretty much been around me like my whole life like when I was a little kid I used to go with my dad to Starbucks, because he goes there every morning, like he walks there. And I don't know how I had a board, but like, I think my neighbor like gave me a board. And I would just like skate alongside him while he would walk, you know, and we would go to Starbucks. And he kind of used to skate. So he would kind of teach me how to like push and like not to push Mongo and stuff. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I, I was pushing Mongo and he was like, don't do that. So yeah, I would just like, he taught me how to like roll off a curve, you know, that was kind of like the first way I got into it. And then I think I stopped doing it for a little while. Cause that was when I was really little. That was when I was like probably like eight. And then I think when I got into like elementary school, I think I was already in, obviously in elementary school, but like I met some other kids that that were kind of into into skating or like I introduced them to it or like, I don't know how it, how it kind of happened, but like, that was when I got really into it. Was when I had like a couple of friends that liked to do it also, you know? Because before it would just be me, like, alone, like, right. skating down the street. And it was fun, but it was never like, I was never like obsessed with doing it or anything until I met mm-hmm. these other kids.
1: It's always the Mongo kids who do the kickflip sex change, <laughs> I realized.
4: Is it? Dude, so maybe well, that's. I don't know. I don't Science? know about always.
1: No, but just like my best friend that I grew up skating with. He was Mongo, and he did his first kickflip was also he kickflip like that probably for the first few months. Wow, I think there's a connection there,
4: dude. There might be, (laughs) but uh, you know what? Let me go on record saying I was I was never Mongo, but like I don't know this for sure. But like my dad taught me to push regular because he's regular, so he was just like, dude, put your foot in front and and push with your right foot. So I don't know if I was like doing it wrong and he like corrected me or what what happened, but anyways. <laughs>
1: so you lucky you didn't have to have that first yeah year of
0: shame. Yeah, dude, I knew people
4: <laughs> that were Mongo.
0: So what was your first big break in the skate industry?
4: I got sponsored by Stereo. That was my first Damn. board sponsor. And that was just because I would be at that skate park I was telling you about. And this dude that worked for Stereo at the time, this guy Justin, he's really cool. He would skate there. And me and Aiden were just, like, little kids. And we were both trying to get, like, fucking sponsored over And then, you know, we'd just be, yeah. like, trying to bust shit because we knew he was, he worked <laughs> at, at Stereo. Yeah. So we were, we were just, like, busting our ass. And then, yeah, eventually this dude just uh, started giving us free boards and stuff. You know, like, every time he would come to the park, he would bring us boards. Like, it wasn't really, like, officially yeah, you know, right, sponsored right. or anything like that. But that was kind of, like... He was like, yo, you guys should just like keep skating, you know, like um, trying to like push us to do, to like go filming and stuff. We were really little though still. We were like, I was probably like 12 or something at this time. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, I guess that maybe that.
1: So you just saw one body varial kickflip and it was a wrap?
4: (laughs) I think, dude, no, this is like, this is, this is way after that. We used to skate the barracks a lot when we were little. Like we somehow knew, uh, Retta. We met Retta somehow. Like me and my little group of friends, and he would like let us come skate there. So then we all like, you know, got got good at skating because we could just go there like all the time and
3: mm-hmm.
4: and then that was. So I could I could like kickflip down the like seven stair and shit and like you know, Ooh, board sweet. slide the the rail and stuff. <laughs> so I was okay. <laughs> I wasn't like. Pushing, Mongo, kickflip, sex change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Times have
4: changed at yeah. that point. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, let's go back in time. I guess we already are back in time right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about uh filming for the Cherry video and how you you originally got hooked up with Bill and shit?
4: Yeah. So I think like it kind of is like a long, like history, I guess. Because I don't think I would have been in that video unless I was like. I kind of just like put myself around those dudes because I really like was into that shit at the time. Like I wasn't even on, like Aiden and, and Sage were skating for Alien and they had just found out about like Alien and and like that type of shit. Like um, Jake Johnson and Dill and Ave and stuff. And I was still like, you know, tech, like stereo, like LA skating vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And those dudes were out in New York like, you know, they were on some like different shit kinda like. I think they watched like that Eastern exposure, whatever. Like so they were just kind of like advancing or whatever. They were like what's like what's the word? Like maturing. Like you know what I mean? Or like their skate taste was like maturing and I was still just here like doing my thing. Like wasn't really like into that shit. And then I would go out there to to visit Aiden and he he would be like, dude, my favorite skater is this dude, Jason Dill. And I had known, like, who Dill was. Like, I would met him a few times or whatever. But I had never, like, watched any of his footage or anything. You know, I just wasn't into that style yeah. at all at the time. I was, like, into, like, Malto and um, cost and Guy. Like, you know, all the girl mm-hmm. and chocolate stuff. Like, my first video ever was fully flared. That was my my very first Damn. skate video. Youngin'. I know. <laughs> but um so anyways what the fuck am i talking about um so those dudes were skiing for alien blah 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 they would come to la and they had met bill out in new york i think already and then they had met dill and stuff and so i was just their friend you know i would just tag along with with aiden and sage like on those bill early bill sessions and um yeah and then I, i guess eventually bill just like he was like dude what's up with your friend sean over there like you know i'm just doing my thing i'm not Obviously, I'm like trying to impress Bill <laughs> because I'm like now starting to figure out that like this is this is what I'm really about. you know, I really like his videos like I just watched all his videos and I was like super obsessed with like Dill and Dylan and I just found out about all this shit, but it was my shit at this point, you know what I mean So yeah, I think I was still on stereo at the time, but I was just like, fuck it like not even writing stereo boards. I was like writing workshop boards. And just, like, I think I was sponsored by Huff, but I was riding, like, Gravis or, like, Vans or something <laughs> just because I wanted to be, like, cool or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so, like, that that line in Sherry, like, where I do the, like, wall in the schoolyard, that was, like, my first thing I ever filmed with Bill. It was, like, he was just, like, he saw me, like, doing that little run, like, down the the slope, and then I do, like, a wall ride and a little tray flip and stuff. And he was, like, dude, let's, like, film that or whatever. And I was, like holy shit, oh, dude, no shit. way. Like, God damn it. This your, first, is,
1: your big break. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was literally like,
4: dude, this is my big break. Like, I can't <laughs> fucking blow this. Um, yeah, so we got that line. He's like, dude, that was sick. Like, blah, blah, blah. I didn't think anything of it. And then it just, you know, it all kind of just fucking went down. And then I didn't even know, like, what it was going to be at that time. We were just, he was just in L.A. filming. You know, like, it wasn't like we're filming for a full-length video, is just kind of like... I don't know when that idea got introduced to me, was like, dude, we actually are filming this video and you have to like, film for it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was just like, Mm -hmm. the first few things were just like, accident, accidents, basically. So that's how I met him. Yeah, like I knew who he was and shit, and I was like, fuck, dude, you're my favorite, like blah, 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 you know?
0: (laughs) So, did you guys ever imagine Cherry would be as big as it was? I guess, when you were just filming those clips in the schoolyards?
4: No. Fuck no. It was insane. I had no idea what, what was going on. I was just like, it was such a, it was all just such a, like, happy accident. I knew it was going to be something fucking sick, though, because, like, once I realized, like, that I was in with them or whatever, we were all kind of, like, in the crew. It was like, oh, wow, like, we're gonna be in a video with Dill and and Mark and Alex and Dylan, who are obviously those are my favorite skaters.
0: Insane.
4: Yeah, you know, ever at that time, still to this day, you know. And so at that point, I was like, oh, sh- well, this is probably gonna be a big fucking video, you know. And I don't know, yeah. I was just like, I was young, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. the pressure hadn't really set in yet, you know. Like now, if if I would to do if I were to do it again it would probably be a lot different, pressure-wise.
0: Kind of like free-flowing back then. How old were you
4: Jerry? Cherry? I might have been 15 when I filmed that line. Damn. And then going into, like, 16, 17. But I I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, I think around that time, like, 15, 16, 17... (laughs) It came out when I was 17. That
1: was an instant classic for sure. I gotta watch that video again. Yeah.
4: I love that video. I used to have <laughs> it on
1: like my, my old computer's iTunes. Yeah, dude, but, for sure. Um, when that came out, you, you were the talk of the town for a little bit. There's there's some haters, <laughs> oh, and yeah. there's some people that loved it. Big time. How'd you feel after that? Just the whole like backlash of people talking shit, but then also like a whole generation of kids now starting to want to skate like you guys right and you specifically
4: right I don't know dude I was like it was it was just like accidental like I was just doing stuff that I thought was was cool at that time I was like real like I don't know I would wear like crazier shit I guess or like look maybe a little crazier and I just like wanted to stand out I guess and uh yeah I mean people would like hate on me for sure like I don't know. I I didn't never really let it get to me. I guess, but and then the fact that like all the kids started dressing like with chucks and dickies and all that stuff, it was it was wild. But really, it was like it was Sage, too. You know, and it was like Ben and and, and you me guys were
1: like a one two punch. You yeah and yeah. Because you got on Converse together
4: exactly, and then it just like snowballed into this whole thing. And I don't I don't really know, but. It's cool, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember I remember some trips. And the, the crazy thing is that like now that there's Instagram, yeah. It's like you can actually just you don't have to go on like Slap to like yeah. read shit about yourself. Yeah. Like people could just fucking, You can just
4: comment shit.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like I'm sure there were haters, but I can guarantee there were more people mimicking your style right. than there were haters. That's so what, what was, was it like to like show up? the spots and like see kids who are like, <laughs> all dressed like you
4: weird i guess <laughs> i don't know fucking cool in a way you know mm-hmm. you'd be like oh that's like neat but i don't know yeah weird i guess mostly
0: but your guys squad had a little bit of everything too like none of y- all you guys brought your own style which was dope
4: yeah yeah there was like a lot of diversity for sure like different genres
0: where did you get this style from the tucked in shirt the dickies you said the high pants yeah what what was the inspiration (laughs) watching movies like the outsiders or what
4: dude actually yes it's funny that's all like true all of the above Mm -hmm. yeah like watching that movie was just like i was just getting in as you know that that type of shit like wearing chucks Mm -hmm. i guess like my friend logan kind of introduced me to wearing chucks because he was he would always wear them but then the tucked in shirt, I think I saw some like clip of, of Dill, rocking like Dickies and like a tucked in shirt and like old schools. Like one of Bill's like older videos, like he's like alling over this like hydrant and it's at nighttime and it's like really fast and just like, you know, dirty, like gritty clip or whatever, like VX, like, and I saw that and I was just like, oh my God, like, I just got so into that kind of style. And then Aiden would like kind of rock it too. Like he would have like a tucked in shirt and Sage also and Dickies and and Chucks. And I was just like, fuck, that's kind of sick. Like, (laughs) so they honestly, Aiden was the one that like invented that kind of, but, and then I think I ran with it a little bit.
1: And, and uh, the day you see me in a tucked-in shirt is the day. I've been to pigs flying with you. <laughs> no, I'm talking weddings. about skating. My ass is too fat. Yo, it oh, looks so that's bad. What you're worried about? <laughs> I got the ghetto booty popping out. <laughs> what, did,
0: what did you think about uh, Dill style and skate more though? You, you ever gonna get down with that? Yeah, definitely. The shorts to just go a little past the knees and the high socks.
4: Yeah, dude, for sure. I remember wanting to do sh- weird shit like that, like spray painting my shoes. I would spray paint them like, silver and, like, rock weird see-through, like, shirts and stuff. I don't know. Like, I got yeah. mad into that. Like, I went through all of his parts and, like, kind of, like, looked through some of his old shit and just... I think it was just, like, that, that like, vibe of just, like, standing out. And that's how Dill had always done it. And that's how I thought I could, like, stand out, you know? Mm. I took, like, an influence from him, basically.
1: Yeah legend
2: yeah
0: you are listening to two guys who have never been more well rested in their life and it's because of one thing reggie it's gotta be the steady comfort pants we've been sleeping in And if you love the Steady Comfort Collection, you are gonna love this too. Brixton is proud to team up with the Independent Truck Company on a special capsule collection. The Brixton and
1: Independent Friendly Union draws inspiration from indie's history in skateboarding, alongside Brixton's timeless aesthetic. Each product is uniquely designed by both brands, including custom apparel, headwear, and accessories featuring Brixton and independent artwork. Y'all got to head over to brixton.com right now. Check out our boy Justin Henry, modeling up a storm. This is a collection you cannot miss out on, so get there while you can. You're clearly a boss on the board these days. But, what kind of interest do you have outside of skateboarding?
4: Yeah, I mean i I like to do other stuff besides skate. I like to shoot photos. I like playing music, I play guitar. I think i I'm starting a band, so hopefully soon.
1: <laughs> what's popping with the band?
4: Soundcloud rapper. <laughs> That's my plan, dude. Now, um oh, I don't yeah. know. I just wanna fucking start like a a rock band, I guess.
0: That's fucking dope.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I was going to be in that mid-90s movie, but that didn't end up happening.
0: What happened with there?
4: Um, I, I don't know. I kind of just, like, fumbled at that one. Like, Jonah asked me to do that, and it wasn't that I didn't want to do it. I just thought I was, like, super busy with filming for the Supreme video, and I was just getting, like, anxious about getting made fun of basically i don't know so i I ended up just kind of ghosting jonah i feel bad i'm sorry jonah jonah's a very nice person (laughs) and he's very smart and the movie was actually really good
0: i heard there's gonna be another one isn't there
4: really i don't know maybe i'll be in that one then yeah there you go i didn't know that
1: (laughs) (laughs) sometimes sometimes you want to see how it goes first
4: yeah the trial exactly yeah i was supposed to play nakel's character whoa shit yeah but he was so good in it, I thought like he would have been way better than I would have been. So it worked out.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Did you watch it? No. You never know, man.
4: Maybe it's 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 good. I think I was just like worried about being in a movie about skating, kinda. But it was it, it's really not about skating, you know. It's like There have
0: been some bad movies about skating, so
4: that's what I was
0: to be worried is not the worst thing.
4: That's what I was concerned about. you didn't
1: want to be trying to three flip crook for the whole movie and
4: And just like I have enough people fucking hating on me already so it's just like I don't need like more spotlight I'm you know what I mean that's what I thought at the time but now I'm like what was I thinking I could have just done (laughs) it Fuck it.
1: Yeah but whatever. I mean, you never know, man. You it's kill all it all of a sudden and then you're you're in a bunch
0: of movies.
4: Yeah, yeah. I know. I bet Knox gonna like his acting career's taking off right now, I bet.
0: And his SoundCloud rapping is taking off as well.
4: Dude, yeah, he does it all, man. He's a
0: busy man. You got a band name?
4: No, I'm I'm thinking of a couple. They're actually all really stupid, but I have like a list here on my phone. The porn stars. Sick what else do i got that one's stupid <laughs> <laughs> none of them are good
1: dude coming up with names is so it's hard. so hard dude
0: <laughs> you're stuck with it so
4: i know i don't even know like i don't even have a band so that's why it's stupid to even think <laughs> about it i don't know anybody that's gonna be in it maybe caleb my homie caleb plays bass sick or i lent him my bass and i'm trying to uh
0: get him to play it
4: I'm trying to get him to play it, but uh, I would probably write, write the music, and I would be the lead, the you front doing man. Vocals. I'm, I would be doing. So, vocals. if you had to
0: pick an all skate rock team, who, who's your dream lineup?
4: All skate rock team. That's a good name, actually. <laughs> Alex Olson can play oh, yeah. piano. Maybe like Antoine Dixon or something could be in it. Eh. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dylan, Austin, 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 yeah, could could be in it. Instant Pussy was a name. Blazed, Get Wet was one I thought of. Evil Boys with a Z. (laughs) Wet Dream, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I like bouncing them off. Those are good.
0: (laughs) Wet Um, Dream is sick. Yeah. Yeah. So you look up to Dylan like so many others, but when you were younger. He interviewed you for Monster Children,
4: was it? He did, yeah.
0: So, what was it like getting a call from Dylan, man? He's not just interviewing anybody out there.
4: Yeah, dude, that was pretty fucking crazy. That was we were like already kind of friends at that point, you know. So, it was like we were comfortable enough to talk on the phone for a little bit. But I think it was like the same thing where like I was out doing shit, and, and he was like, dude, we gotta do this interview, like, come on. It was the same thing w- that I did with you with guys. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, uh, I'm like, I was in Paris at the time, and I was trying to just be out skating and stuff, and I was just, you know, an idiot. Like, I'm such a, like, scatterbrained person, and I just, I'm horrible at getting back to people, so. Finally, he's just like, okay, I'm gonna, where are you right now? It's like, I'm at this restaurant, and he's like, I'm gonna call you in five minutes, like, go outside. And let's just do this. Like twenty minute conversation, let's just do it. It'll be easy. And mm-hmm. I was just like, alright, fine, let's fucking do it. But now I wish that I had just been like taking it way more, you know, seriously. Yeah. But it was it was awesome, man. He called me up. I forget what we even talked about, but he was just like, what up dude? Like smoking a <laughs> cigarette probably, like So what's up with you and the ladies and all this shit. <laughs> you know, like he was yeah, it's my big brother, man.
1: That's what's up. So Speaking of Dylan, can you take us behind the scenes on the uh, the 50-50 you did on Sunset?
4: Yeah. That was a big like part of filming for me for the video. Um, that was like one of the first things I tried, like when we started filming, like two years, you know, like go back two years to the beginning stages of like filming. And I think we just went there randomly one day and I was just like messing around, just like alling on a 50 because it's pretty low to like ollie on to it's not low but it's like it's not like psycho to like grind up for a little while and then just like ollie out you know mm-hmm. so i think i went there and, and just as a joke i was doing that and bill was like dude you should just do the whole thing like what the fuck and i was like oh maybe i could do that and like went a little faster and like grinded like probably half of it maybe still going pretty slow but just like you know i could balance like at least half yeah. of a, half of it and then Bill's like, dude, come on, like, just go, like, one, one more push, you know, like, go up the hill, because it's on a hill. So, like, go up the hill a little bit more, like, start further up the hill, and, and then just go a little faster and try it. And I think I did that a, a couple times. He gets his camera, and he's like, dude, come on, like, fucking let's do this. You got this shit. And then all of a sudden, it was like, whoa, like, I was not planning on trying the scariest trick of my entire life right now. <laughs> like yeah. at all like it was just a random day like that i was just i don't know i might have been like hung over or something i was just like dude no fuck this i'm not doing this right now and i think i got really close actually like that first day i think i might have grinded the whole rail like you know going full speed and bill was just like dude you have to do this like he was showing me the, the clip and he was like dude you have to fucking do this now like there's no fucking way you're not going to do this and i think i tried it and tried it and i was like dude Today is not the day. Like, I was getting so scared of going really fast. Like every time I thought I was gonna like miss my ollie and just eat yeah. shit, which I did yeah. a few times that that first day. And I think I ate shit a couple times. And I was like, dude, I'm over it today. Like, let's just come back or whatever. And he was like, dude, all right, whatever. Or like got dark or something. And then so that trip to LA, I think we he every day like towards the end of the day, like he'd be like, we want to go try it, and I'd be like, yeah, like I'll go, but not even basically just to like humor him like you know what I mean in my head I was like I'm not doing this but like (laughs) I'll go sure I'll go try it like mess around with it or whatever and then I wouldn't get close one day and I'd be like I'm over it I'm too scared the next day we'd go I would get really close and it would be the same thing Bill would be like showing me on his camera and be like dude get up there right now and do it like (laughs) look how fucking sick this looks and I was like I know dude it's fucking scary like I'm trying my fucking hardest (laughs) And like, so that was that first trip. I think I did, I tried it like probably for like two weeks, like, you know, throughout the two weeks, like going there a bunch, trying it for a fucking hour or two. Cause it gets really scary when you're going really fast and like you've been trying for a while, so you're tired. So you're not really like sure if you're going to make it onto it. And then, so eventually, yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to try it for longer than like an hour. Cause I would just be like too like too nervous that I wouldn't be able to like ollie high enough to get on to that fifty at the beginning. So then whatever, like we leave LA and then throughout the year, like maybe we would come back to LA. I would go there, try it, wouldn't get it, and I was just you know a year went by and I was I was just like dude, fuck that, I'm not ever gonna do that, you know. And but Bill would always be like, dude, before the video is over, you know, we got to go back, like you know. You know, it it was like haunting me, you know what I mean? At the same time that I was like, dude, I'd never want to try that again. It was like I would have dreams about like landing it or whatever, you know, because I got so close. Like I grinded the whole rail and just some for one reason or another couldn't roll away. So, yeah, it would just be it was like haunting me or whatever. And two years go by through throughout the two years. Yeah, I was trying it that whole time. Like we would go back to L.A., wouldn't get it. You know go back to New York come back out try it wouldn't get it and then so yeah I guess that's basically the buildup of of how it how it happened it was just this long like process and I never I didn't even think I could do it and then one day we were all out there and I kind of knew it was like maybe one of our last trips to LA or it might have been the last trip it was like dude this is it like anything you want to get in LA, you have to do it this trip, which wasn't true at all. But it was just like, that's what they told us. You know, that's a bill was like, dude, we're not, we're never coming back here. Like <laughs> you have to do it. And then, so check it out. Knowing all of that, right? So we go there the first day and it's like getting kind of dark. It was the same day that I did that like back lip, kickflip out on the table
3: mm.
4: at Gardner. I don't know if you remember that clip, but that took like all fucking day to do that. And I finally did that, and I was like, holy shit, like, so hyped, and Bill was super hyped, and he's like, all right, let's go to the fucking, let's go to Sunset, let's go to the Dylan Rail right now. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just killed myself all day, like, in the beating sun in the fucking schoolyard. And uh, so we went there, and that, that day, actually, after doing the backflip kickflip, I grinded the whole thing, and down, and landed. And ran into the fence, like, you know how there's, like, oh, a there's like yeah, a wall yeah. right, right in front of it? So I did the whole thing, grinded down, landed it, hit the fence, and I was like, dude, like, I did it, you know what I mean? Like, I fucking did it. I landed it. I'm like, are you fucking serious? And we were all just, like, tripping. Like, he was tripping. He was like, dude, I'm really proud of you, but, like, dude, you know you got to do it again, yeah. man. Like, oh, wow. And I was like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm. that's it, dude. I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. Like... This has been too crazy. I never want to try that again. And he was like, dude, come on, like, whatever. I'll use that one. But like, you know, you can do it better. And I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I know. But what I was saying was, no, I'm never going to do that again. (laughs) And then the next, the next day we just went back and I had plenty of time to try it or not plenty of time, but we went there like kind of towards the end of the day, like around this time of year. So like the sun kind of sets like earlier around six you know and uh yeah probably like that time it took about like two hours of just straight trying it and trying it but getting you know i knew i could do it this time that was the difference between like all the other times it was just like this time i already fucking stuck it i know i can grind this entire rail it's just a matter of like popping out to the right side you know so we like
1: it's a bit harder coming because the wall's on the left side right so yeah like when dylan did it
4: there wasn't a you could just ride straight out of it you know what i mean like if you watch that clip he goes to the to the left um and i had to go to the right because that wall is like right where you land so we
2: yeah
4: we've had to put this like sign down on the on the floor because there was like this weird crack right where you land like there's like a crack that i thought for sure i was just gonna hit that crack so we put a sign down um And I did one, I grinded it, went down, and then went off to the left, but landed it, like you know, I stayed on my board, like grinded the whole thing, went down, went off to the left, run ran into the wall. And I was like, dude, fuck, I fucking did it, holy shit. And Bill's like Bill's like, dude, yeah, you did it, like sick. He wasn't really like, yeah, you fucking did it, man. (laughs) He was just like, dude you did it. Dude, I knew he wanted the right-away, right? So I was like, fuck you, like, fine. And I go, I'm like, I know in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm in the zone right now. I'm not coming back. I have to fucking do this right now. And I did one. I grinded the whole thing, ollied out at the end, you know? So like I grinded, it didn't go down, but just ollied out to the flat, which originally was what I was going to do anyways. You know, I had no real, like, I didn't really think I was going to be able to grind down because the down part goes right into a wall. Yeah. So I was just like, dude. Super steep too yeah it's like really steep at the end so I did that when I was like dude I did it right I'm like fuck yeah it's done like two years in the making like it's finally fucking over same thing he's just like "Eh, that was sick like sick man like hell yeah and I was just like fuck god damn it alright same thing I know I can do it I know I got it and then like yeah, dude, three, a couple tries later, I think I just did one, went down and I was like, you can see it in the clip. I ollie off the curb and I look back at him and I'm like, and he's like, <laughs> and then that was when I knew was I was golden. like, it's fucking over. Thank you. Yes. So like, sweet Lord. <laughs> and that was like, I got, yeah, that was like the best probably feeling of my life. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> right yeah. away. So dude, worth the, it in the end. So oh. but worth it. Yeah
1: that's when you thank bill for making you keep doing it exactly, yeah. exactly. but you hate him while yeah the whole, the whole time i'm like, I'm
4: like you don't like, know like, like how <laughs> fucking scared i am or like how much shit is going through my mind right now like all you have to do is point the camera kind of yeah. thing but like that not really like in his mind he gets really into it too you know like, yeah. when he's oh, yeah. filming he's like right here like fucking get up there like and then he gets all like in his stance you know and you're just like i have to do it man so dude, he
1: he killed that so hard with the edit too like bringing yeah. it back in at the end of the video
4: dude yes right that shit was crazy
1: yeah the way he started and ended that video was so flawless like yeah. the only hard flip and then yeah you like you your 50s randomly and like tj's on like, hammers
0: like yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Like, epic yeah, epic yeah shit. i think he had big plans for that clip the moment you started trying it
4: the moment, exactly, the first time I started trying it, he knew all that he shit. He needed it. He yeah. needed
0: that.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once we got that, it was just kind of like, I took a ba- basically a hiatus like for a fucking <laughs> <laughs> few weeks, and I was time like, off. I got that shit. Yo, what does Wes Kramer call it? You got to get, get justification for the vacation. <laughs> That's a mandatory <laughs> man, man, for sure.
0: Same for outside of skating. So who do you look up to in skating
4: this these days in skating it's hard like i feel like lately i just kind of like look up to my friends like there's no one really outside mm-hmm. of like the people that were in blessed kind of for me were just like i don't know for some reason that experience just made me so tight with these people so now they're just all the people that i look up to yeah. pretty much like aiden and tj Honestly, probably TJ, dude, because he, like, works so hard for every one of those clips. It's fucking insane. Like, you'd never, you'd never know how fucking many times he has to go back to something to do that. Like, that backside flip you did over that huge rail is, like... Oh, my God. It yeah, sounds like
1: you got... Yeah, you, you taken some of that inspiration because that fifty fifty 50 story is crazy, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: I know, because I, I feel like I had to do my part. <laughs> at least to try to like, cause I knew his part was gonna be psycho and I was just like, all right, I have to at least like step it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> for this video. Oh, I was gonna say the Gons is someone I look up to because he's just really like innovative and creative and stuff. Just not only in, in skating, but like the way he kind of like looks at everything like he just does it like the opposite way that you would think to do something that was one thing i thought of but
1: dope can you tell us a little bit about your experience uh busking
4: wow
1: and uh making some money on the street
4: corner yes i'll tell you about that when i was a little kid I used to get my guitar and my parents would make, well, because I've been playing guitar since I was like eight or something. And my dad is super into music. So is my mom. They don't play, but they're, you know, they've always like put me on to good music all my life and stuff. So whenever like people would come over, they would be like, Sean, like play us a song, you know, like make me like get my guitar out and like basically serenade (laughs) them because i they knew i would because i was little and i was just down to just like be, you know, i was like a little hyper yeah. kid. So i would i would always do that at like family parties and stuff. I would always like bust out a fucking song. I don't know, what have you? Iggy Pop. Uh I'm trying to think of like my 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 classics that i used to play for people. Anyways, i had all these songs. I had like a repertoire of songs that i could perform. And someone told me that I should go out busking which is like just going out onto the street with like my microphone and an amp and just putting my guitar case down and then people would come and drop some money down you know for me so i think i started doing this in like 5th grade i would go down to like the farmers market in silver lake and just like set up my little thing you know when you're like a little cute little kid no one's gonna come and be like (laughs) do you have like a permit blah 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 (laughs) so it was cool i could just kind of get away with it so i would just sit there and play my little song to make you know 20 bucks 40 bucks and i was like psyched you know i was like what like this is tight and me and my so okay that was like the first time i ever did it and then the next time was my dad and i took a train from la to new york like it was like a family like kind of vacation thing. Like my mom was gonna meet us in New York and we were all gonna fly to Dublin. It was like a family vacation, this was our plan. Yeah. And um, so I would get, I get on the train with like my guitar, my mic, all my songs. Like I had a book, you know, a booklet of songs and like a little music stand. And that's like pretty much all I had with me on this trip and a little backpack full of clothes. And my dad and I would just sit, like we had like one of those sleeper compartments in the train and we would just sit and I would just practice my songs and and he would just be like, all right, like practice them. You know, like not like being a weird stage dad being like forcing me to do anything. But he was just like, dude, you should just like, you know, have this shit down, like do it again and again and again until you're like really good at it. So, and then we would, we got off the train in New Orleans and I, and I did it there and made, like, I made, like, a hundred bucks or something, like, and I was just this little kid, you know, I was, like, ten or something. And my dad was, like, you know, I'm pretty shocked. He was like, wow, you know. <laughs> I had, like, a pretty big group of people, like, standing around watching me play, you know, because I, I just didn't have any, like, embarrassment, I think, yeah,
3: at fearless. that time.
4: You know, I was just, I'm fearless. Like, I'm just, like, oh, yeah, I'm the man. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to go out and <laughs> and just kill it, so, like. I would do that and and then yeah, so we got back on the train to New York City and then we get out and I go up to Times Square with my dad, he like helps me bring out my amp and my guitar and stuff and same thing, I just set up like on a street corner and then before I know it, there's like, there's like a fucking crowd around me, like one of those like street performing things that you'll see in like Venice Beach, you know, just like a fucking fat crowd. And I'm just in the center of this little fucking 10-year-old kid. My dad would just walk off, you know. He would just be like, you know, making sure I was okay, but yeah, yeah. he wasn't going to be distance. like, yeah, so from a distance, right? Like, he was just kind of like keeping an eye on me or whatever. He wasn't like, ladies and gentlemen, this is like <laughs> my son, the performer. He was just like, you know, he was like, this is cool or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I think that that time I I made like, Way more than a hundred bucks, you know, like I forget what it was, what the number was, but I did that for a few days in a row. And I think I had like almost like a grand by the end of it, yeah. like by the end of like this week of like playing or being in New Orleans and then being in New York. I had I had over like a grand, you know, and, I, and my parents were just like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, you know, just a little kid. I didn't really fucking know what was going on. I had my skateboard. I was, I was just getting into skating. I was, like, obsessed with skating also, you know? Like, during the day, I would go skate. And then during the night, I would do that. And then so we, we flew to uh, Dublin from there. Like I said, like, we were meeting my mom in New York, and then we were going to all fly to Dublin, right? So, And then that was the, the next stop. And in Dublin, I did the same thing. I would, like, skate around there. I've never been to Dublin mm-hmm. since then but like I would you know skate there's like this one little spot that we skated I have some cousins out there and then you know around nighttime people would be in the pubs and shit and I would just be out on the like cobblestone like with my little guitar and amp and stuff and just doing my songs and then before I know it like the the fucking crowd was was like going ape shit because it's all these like drunken oh, yeah. like <laughs> Irish Irish people like musicians mostly you know what I mean and some dude like came up and like slipped me like a 50 into my into my thing wow. yeah or slipped it slipped it to my mom or something and she was like whoa are you sure dude like and he was <laughs> some drunk fool and he was just like dude yeah like your son is so talented all this shit and then so by the end of it i had like 2400 bucks or something Or 20 something crazy wow 2200 bucks so sick Yeah, and I bought I bought like a brand new guitar when I got home, and I was like, Psyched, dude, yeah." Wow. (laughs) But that was yeah, that was when I used to be cool, young (laughs) prodigy.
1: Yeah, man. You got something to fall back on, B. Well, you're probably not as cute as you were then, but I'm sure you could still get the crowds.
0: No, I'm not. (laughs) not
1: Cuter than a little ten year old with a guitar, man. Yeah,
0: and it's the fearlessness too that changes everything. Exactly. you're in your head now i am yeah about very it. in my
4: head yeah i'm thinking about it at the time <laughs> yeah i mean like who wouldn't give like a 10 year old playing like you belting know? like i want to be your dog you know that was like my <laughs> song you know that like iggy pop song and some dude walking by is like is that little ass kid singing like a fucking hardcore like <laughs> punk song or whatever you know what i mean or but anyway so maybe it was that mixed with the fact that i was little
1: that's epic I, is there is there any footage of this at all anywhere
4: on my Instagram, I just posted a clip of me at that age, just playing like for my parents. Like my parents were just okay. filming me play. So if you guys want to go check it out, but there's no singing in that one. Yeah, it's, it's, just, guitar. Um, it's just guitar. Definitely, it's just guitar. But there, there, there are need some, some recordings. Vocals, man. Yeah, there are some recordings I, c- I can give you guys. Um, That's I amazing. think I recorded, I recorded some shit when I was little. That's so dope.
0: So we hear you get jammed up. And you also like to jam everyone else up (laughs) what's up with that dog
4: yeah i've been known to jam jam shit up
1: (laughs) explain we i i didn't really get it when he told us that i'm like i don't know what that means but
4: i mean i guess getting
1: everyone in trouble with security or something
4: no i think i just have like shit like follows me around kind of well usually i think what louis is probably talking about is in the mornings i like to like have my coffee and just like chill and i'm you know, I'm not the most, like, let's go fucking skate, like, right now, blah, blah, blah and everyone's ready, and I kind of just want to be the one that's just like, eh, maybe I'll, like, I don't really feel like going out right now, like, maybe I'll meet you guys at the spot. and everyone's just like, dude, what the fuck, why do you always do this, or, like, shit, like, I don't know, I always, I get a fucking reputation for just being a space, space cadet, because...
1: You got a little bit of that Wade Disarmo in you, eh?
4: Maybe, yeah. I don't know Wade Disarmo, but...
1: Yeah, he he's he's the same it's when possible. everyone's ready in the van yeah. and then he runs on his own schedule he's like yeah. oh i'm gonna take a shower now it's yeah. like what that's <laughs> everyone's waiting for or a classic
0: when you first get to the destination first day in a new city he's got to go to a skate shop and get grip tape that's or exactly that's my shit dude <laughs> when he says that it drives me so crazy he's like i need grip you don't for fuck's sakes. I mean, you could get anyone to send you grip tape at home. Right? I know, I mean, not just being I know. prepared. I know. So that's you. <laughs> that's me. <man>. God <laughs> damn <sorry>. it, man!
4: <laughs> and just being on time. I bet I'm always late to stuff. And um, some days I won't go out skating when I should be going out skating. And Bill and Todd were getting very mad at me while we were filming the video because they'd just be like, "Where the fuck is this dude? Like everyone's out skating and I'm just not." But I got my shit together, and then I was like, okay, whoa, I need to, like, catch up here. (laughs) And, um, yeah, then I, you know, shifted into overdrive for those last couple months. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm psyched on on my part. I probably could have done more.
0: That's always a feeling. I think everyone feels that.
4: Yeah. But I'm pretty proud of, like, the stuff that I did for that. But, like, if I had just had that, like, focus the whole video, I think I could have done, like, a lot more.
0: You got more video parts in you, man. Yeah. There's always the next one, B. Definitely. But that's like uh, on Tuesday. I told Bill we were doing the interview on Tuesday. And he hit me up and he's like, did you get it done? I was like, no. You have to reschedule. (laughs) He's like, whose fault was it? Was it his or yours? I was like, "Uh, it's probably a bit of both. I'm like, he's a hard guy to get a hold of, but we're going to do it. And he's like, yeah, (laughs) tell me about it. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) dude. We we got it done, Bill. Yeah. You got to come out
1: like TJ for your next part because Bill said – his first two clips were those crazy, like, the back tail and the switchback heel, the triple. Mm-hmm. Once you start with that kind of momentum, there's dude, no going
0: yeah, backwards after that. Exactly. It's like, okay, got my enders. Yeah,
4: <laughs> two in one day, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... Did he even say that? Like, he TJ did those two tricks in one day. Damn.
2: That's so fucking sick.
4: psycho, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't really have that kind of athletic, like, ability, but, you know, <laughs> when I... When I put my mind to it, I can do it. So you make it
0: happen.
1: No, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was indifferent on you as a skater. Like I wasn't definitely wasn't a hater, but I wasn't like seeking out your shit. But after your your converse part dropped, as Dono, I've been he's a big fan. I've, I've been a big fan. Thank you. you thank love, you. Yo,
0: first seasons he's been talking about. It. He's like, we need Pablo, we <laughs> need pa-. and I was like, yo, Bobby can like make pa- Sean happy. Yeah. Like, I would have well, done Bobby it. Bobby wouldn't for some reason. No one ever told like me, I think Bobby's man. tired of us asking him for favors. That's the <laughs> yeah, problem. So sure. we, need a, we need a new connect. Okay, yeah, cool. G, the,
1: song, the song combo with your skating in the Converse video. Oh, thank you. I've been watching. It's on my YouTube fucking. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Recently watched oh, at man. all times.
4: Yeah, that was like during the filming of Bless, too. So that was like kind of made it difficult because I had to do oh, like yeah. two videos. Two and, at once. At once
0: big videos too like Mm -hmm. it's rare that you got two full-length videos coming the same
4: time these days so that was kind of a jam up you could
0: blame converse for that they jammed you
1: up yeah they kind of did a
4: little bit but it's all right
1: (laughs) so what was the coconut experience like in miami yeah
4: (laughs) dude yeah we like roll up to this spot and there's all these coconuts everywhere and i already knew right away that this was going to turn into something like bad and <laughs> and sure enough, TJ gets a coconut and throws it at the windshield of the van that he's driving in. Like, he throws it at his own van, and just it just breaks on the windshield. Like, the windshield doesn't break, but the coconut just breaks everywhere. Or, he, yeah. or it was like half a coconut or something. Like, there was all this liquid everywhere. And so that turned into just, like, them throwing coconuts at our van. And when we left the skate spot... I was like, yo, we should grab some of these coconuts because if we don't grab them, they're going to grab them because they were behind us. And everyone was like, whatever, like, let's not instigate it. And I was like, okay, you guys are stupid. And then sure enough, dude, I'm sitting in the, I'm all the way in the back of this like Sprinter van. And I don't know if like this has ever happened to you, but the, the glass of the van just completely shattered, like an explosion. It's It, it felt like I was getting shot at. That's what I yeah. initially thought like someone just shot the window out. So I ducked <laughs> down. It's like the loudest fucking noise. Like if you're right there, it's yeah. so loud and fucking scary. So I duck and then right away I'm like, "Oh, they just threw a coconut at our van and it just shattered the fucking back window <laughs> of our van." And I'm like, Jeez. I'm like, "Wow, dude, if we had just grabbed those coconuts, none of this would have happened." <laughs> and uh, basically uh, he just Broke our fucking window.
1: Was, was Louis in your van or the other? No, van? Louis
4: was in that van. And I just looked back at Louis so pissed, dude. He's so bummed. He's just like, like driving, but you can just tell he's <laughs> so over it. Cause he's with the savages in his van. You know what I mean? Like yeah. TJ, like all his crew, you know, like the Hardys gang. They're all like being loud and shit, probably. Like, and I was kind of in the chill van. And Louis is driving. I can just tell he's, like, just so bummed, like, so over it. (laughs) So I thought it was kind of funny, actually, like, after it. I was like, all right, well, nothing. I didn't get hurt, so it's cool.
1: (laughs) So the coconut experience was wild. It was
4: wild. They should have listened to you, man. Wise beyond your years. I know, I know. I knew it, dude.
0: So like we talked about, you dropped a couple banging parts this last year. Khan's video blessed. And then your boy TJ took home Sodi. Yeah. When are you coming for the
4: award? Dude, this year, man. I'm coming for, for it. Now we're talking. Yes. I'm coming for it, man. That's what we like to hear. I just gotta get up off my ass and actually do some <laughs> skating. I've been in hiatus for a little while, but I'm coming back.
1: Bruv, you're too young to be on hiatus, man. Get uh, out <laughs> on those streets. You I know, know. <laughs> I know.
4: Been hanging out with KB too much.
1: <laughs> Yo, his his fucking clips in that uh what are those called? The Gronz Island? Gronz Island. Island. shit. Yo, so steep, Dude he can flip up the curb was like the best thing I've ever seen. I
4: know. He won't skate for like months and then just he can just do shit like he'll just yeah bust the craziest thing and you're just like, that's why he's KB, he's the best.
0: <laughs> that's why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sometimes with dudes like that like i love that but then you almost wish like yo if you just went hard for a year you could yeah. drop like the Dude, most heavy part he could get
4: Sodi in a fucking heartbeat if if he uh if he's listening to this
1: well <laughs> yo, why don't you light a fire under his ass and both of you take over this year
4: i know that's what we gotta do okay tell him
0: to come on the bunt and then you guys light a fire under
4: <laughs> me and you himself. man me and you <laughs> yeah. let's do this
1: that's what's up so speaking of Sodi and shit what's next for sean pablo bruv
4: What's next? Um, fucking hopefully going to work on a video with Bill. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that, but Uh-oh. I think we're, we're trying to do like a maybe another Supreme video, like a solo sure. solo part kind of thing. Sick. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm doing like a little clothing brand. I work on that when I'm out skating. So hopefully just do that more, grow that and skate and and get money
1: <laughs> oh, that's what's up and get <laughs> the van popping you know the <laughs> band and get
4: the band popping exactly no that's actually <laughs> that that comes before get money is get get my band off the ground get a record deal of
1: 2019 and acting and acting go, yeah sure of, sure shit to pop off this year, sure right?
4: yeah i don't know how good of an actor i'll be but <laughs> i'm down dude i at me keep
1: it my eyes peeled for that part yo i'm ready i'm ready for another one
4: cool <laughs> yeah maybe i'll go out and get a trick today who knows <laughs>
1: all right love rapid fire favorite
4: skater the the two kevin's Kevin Rodriguez and Kevin Bradley, and Ben Cato, and Aiden. Favorite
1: Favorite video?
4: Maybe like Welcome to Hell, that's one of my favorite videos.
1: Favorite video part?
4: Gino and Yeah Right is so good to me.
1: Favorite style?
4: Gino, or Van Wastel, or Heath. Which
1: skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
4: Probably Dylan, or Dill, or Ave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth.
4: Watching Rowan skate is like nothing like watching his video parts, cause it's like, he can just land everything. He can do every yeah. every trick and just land it like first try. I would say Rowan.
1: Favorite trick?
4: I'm partial to the impossible and I can back tail. I pretty much can only do like four tricks. Backside flip, it's like all my my parts are just all those tricks, so I guess those are them. Ollie's, I like Ollie's. Kick flips, I'm a man of simple tastes. The hardest trick for you? Anything switch or nollie, or heel flip, any kind of heel flip variation. Anything frontside, I'm not very good at. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly oh, only man. turn backside and do kick flips. Dude. So, anything that doesn't involve <laughs> those two things. Yo,
1: I never thought about that. Yeah, you're Nolly and Switch game, yo. What the fuck?
4: Dude, never. You'll never catch me doing a Switch anything.
1: Most illegal trick.
4: Like, okay. Switch double tray flip?
1: Oh, my God. Oh. Good. I love Gene. Shane O'Neill. Like, he's one of the best skaters ever, but that trick's gotta go, man. It's the worst trick The
4: fuck, dude? Just do a Switch tray. <laughs> What's wrong with you?
1: Switch trays are so sick. And switch double trays are so wacky. So ass. If anyone ever asked me, that's my answer from now on. <laughs> okay. Switch double tray. Oh, no, that's like that no one's ever said that, one. but that's like the best <laughs> one I've ever heard. Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
4: That back lip that I did, it was like the ender of like my part. Like I back that. Part? No, no. Blessed. It's like that that kind of tall handrail that Jake Johnson back fiftyed in minefield.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And I
4: backlipped it or whatever. That was like pretty shocking to me that I landed that. I did that on a broken board. That probably was like one of the best tricks feelings was landing that one. Damn.
1: Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed.
4: Let's see. Gnarly hard flip knock. Ooh. Sick. Le dome. Best
1: trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film
4: anytime i do a good trick i have to have it caught on film there's no <laughs> way i'm I'm letting that go <laughs>
1: what's the one trick that got away
4: i think i was trying like a 5-0 backside flip out at a, the pyramid ledge spot in new york damn like susky grind backside flip i almost did it fuck, but i never got it
1: what's the last new trick you
4: learned dude i haven't learned a trick in like 10 years i don't know (laughs) honestly
0: gotta be one
4: dude uh backlip kickflip i guess i haven't i haven't done that trick since or before (laughs) so i guess you could say that sure
1: what's your dream job after skating
4: i don't know musician favorite local brand boys of summer
1: favorite local skater
4: santino my best friend santino that I grew up skating with, shouts out. He's the best, best heel flip in the game.
1: (laughs) What's the one sponsor you regret riding for?
4: There's a lot, all of them. (laughs) Not the ones that I have now. (laughs) I'm just leaving it at that.
1: Favorite teammate ever? Gino. Worst teammate ever? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Jamming up the sesh.
4: Jamming up the sesh, dude, classic.
1: Worst company?
4: Um element. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean that's like so obvious.
0: <laughs>
1: Holy here. shit. <laughs> Can't hear anything over the sound of those gunshots. Damn, dude. <laughs> Worst trend.
4: Worst trend is like what let's find the biggest fucking kink rail. How many goddamn kinks can I grind? Can I 50 fifty fifty? It doesn't matter. Add fifty more. I don't care. Keep just keep adding kinks. Like yeah. make them make them curvy. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it will never be I cool. Like <laughs> Worst though. Tom Asta. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. He's disgusting. Damn.
1: Sean ain't playing games these days, though. Last person you want on the sesh?
4: Um, probably like Manny Santiago. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Holy fuck. <laughs> you know
1: him? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, nah, I don't Dude, know. Is that bad? An you're starting 2019 <laughs> off with a bang, young player. What an animal. <laughs> Holy
4: shit. Sorry, Manny. <laughs> All right, y'all.
0: That's going to wrap up our interview with Sean. Man, you loaded your guns before you came
4: today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just no wake up to a ammunition. fucking stream of Instagrams tomorrow. I'm just like, fuck Sean Pablo. Manny's my boy, dog. Tam- Tom Asta. Fuck y'all, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we
1: respect it, man.
4: Yeah, man. Sorry.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate the time.
4: All right. Thanks, guys.
0: Welcome to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, it's all about the brand new S Silo. I saw my man, Primitive Wade, rocking these the other day, and I damn near almost stole them off his feet. The Silo is an evolution from top S heritage styles with an on-trend, chunky, yet refined look. This amazing design looks amazing on and off the board. All right, man, let's get into these emails. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Lloyd Richards. Yo, yo, Bunt, it's your boy Lloyd in the building. I've been a fan ever since season one, episode one, just admiring your growth in silence. Yo, Ghost, how you feel about the new young Knicks with DSJ? And you think my Knicks are getting the first pick? Thanks for taking the time out to read this. Love y'all, Barnburner fam the homie lloyd man
1: enough respect thanks
0: for for listening since
1: season one much love as far as your knicks go i mean they're definitely gonna have one of the three worst records which gives them equal chance now i think the worst three have a 12 percent chance or some shit so best of luck to you and your knicks it would be nice to have the knicks be relevant again you know get that kd Kyrie, zion Mm -hmm. combo definitely a fan of dsj he needs to work on his free throws because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. Ooh. Keep those turnovers down for the next couple weeks. You feel me?
0: Playoffs. <laughs> but uh. And get back into the dunk comp, man.
1: Y'all got a lot of random scrubs on your team, but I'm sure <laughs> they're going to be shipped out the, the building to fill up those max slots. But uh, I really like Mitchell Robinson as well. We'll see if DeAndre, he's like one of KD's best friends. We'll see if they keep him to try and, you know, lure KD.
0: DeAndre? He may as well. If he's he's willing to stay around.
1: If he does leave, though, Mitchell Robinson is a fucking savage Mm -hmm. rookie. I got high hopes for your Knicks next season. Best of luck to you. What's good, Donald, Ghost, and Ants? I have some questions about CBD and regular cannabis now being legal in your, our country. I'm an American born child of two Canadians making me a dual citizen. Have you tried CBD yourselves after or before skating? I know Matt Miller told you guys about the pain benefits during his episode, but at the time CBD was illegal in Canada. Yeah, I got some CBD pills um, from the homie. Honestly, it's hard to tell. I I feel like one time I took a pill when I was on a day I was expecting to be really sore and I wasn't that sore so maybe sounds Uh, like it worked i think i don't know it's so hard to tell man but anyways i also want to ask ants one about weed being legal is he enjoying the ability to just walk into a shop and buy that sweet ganj nowadays i know the ghost hasn't smoked and donald probably doesn't partake but ants has been participating more this season so i figured i'd let him jump in ps your boy kgz is a hilarious stoner that murders it on the board I know he hit the ghost rate in the heart when he closes his interview saying he's going to get a switch tray banger for his new part. I can't wait for a Bun Boy's video part. Y'all are killing it lately. Ants included. Sorry y'all, I'm blazing rambling like KGZ. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan C. Ants, the floor is yours. And yo, Donald does partake I don't know where you got that impression Nah oh man,
0: I'm, I'm clean Yeah, the Piss is clean
2: <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but I mean like, fuck Those stores have hours, you know Your local plug yo, You could call him up at 2 in the morning and he'll be there But in all honesty, I haven't really been smoking too much Trying to stay focused, making videos and whatnot And like all these shops that are opening it's kind of jokes because most of them are getting shut down i had one down the street from my house which was convenient when i was smoking a lot i could just go there 10 30 they were open till like midnight and uh they actually got they got robbed like people ran up in there with guns and machetes i was talking to the dude who who worked there afterwards and dudes were just robbing people it was pretty wild because like it's like a gray area still so you never know and i think I'm not sure if it's Ontario or Canada, but they recently like did a, a raffle. They were only giving away about 25 licenses. Any other shop that was being run was getting shut down uh, and raided. So it's pretty wild. I don't know. We'll see. It's still kind of gray and it's still stabilizing itself. But on the topic of CBD, I know it's a growing thing right now. And for those who don't know about it, there's basically three main medicinal components to weed. So there's THC, which actually is the, what gets you high that's like the buzz uh, you know the red eyes and all that kind of shit and then CBD and CBN which are similar uh, but most people just know CBD and treat them similar and CBD is actually what uh, helps relieve the pain in weed so it has uh, pain relieving components it helps you sleep, relieves anxiety people take it who have seizures so um, even my mom's starting to take it like she was against weed for a long time she's starting to take it now And uh, I actually take a tincture and it really helps me sleep or like just chill and focus when I need to like buckle down and edit. So anybody who's like looking for some sort of natural like muscle reliever or if you can't sleep and you don't like using chemicals, I highly suggest CBD. There's zero psychoactive components so you don't get high at all. And uh, yeah, man, that should work great for you
0: aloha all the way from hawaii abe is my name Longtime listener first time emailer i know this isn't an email but just wanted to thank you guys for keeping my wednesdays awesome mahalo for giving me a solid hour and a half to listen to when cleaning windows all day you guys are hella funny and the interviews are classic my question for you is have you ever heard of a skater named Sean Sheffy. I found an old school girl deck from an estate sale. I'm talking girl before the classic girl logo. Anyways guys, keep up the awesome work. And thanks for keeping my Wednesdays interesting. Shout out to YMA43 Skate Park Boys and Chris for tuning me into the bun. Hell yeah, we heard of Sean Sheffy. Goddamn legend, man. Switch God. Definitely
1: uh, appreciate Sean Sheffy. The history of his gnarly skating and switch shit back in the day innovating how do you know it's weird that you just found out about him i guess maybe you're younger and be living on an island <laughs> might not be getting all the the skate news from back in the day but thanks for the email love when people be listening in from islands so. all right next up we got an email from dan Gallant looking for some tips in montreal gentlemen i hope this correspondence find you in good health and spirits <laughs> Uh, Let me start by extending my sincere gratitude for the quality educational programming you provide the people. Love it. Next spring, my skateboarding compatriots, is that how you say that word? Mm -hmm. Compatriots, no, I had it right the first time, (laughs) and I will be traveling to the fine city of Montreal to celebrate the pending marriage of a dear friend. It is my goal to provide my friend an endless stream of exotic dancers, low of ledges, and canada's finest pilsner if you could please share with the people your favorite warm-up ledge your favorite place to pound steamies and the most absurd strip club you have ever been to in montreal your assistance would be greatly appreciated love the show keep up the good work shalom to all the good homies on the slot message board all praises to the holy tk go bruins dan from boston
0: Luckily for you, Dan.
1: Shalom, my brother.
0: You have come to the right place. We are experts in bachelor parties. Yeah. Been through a few of our own. Congratulations to our friends out there. So this is nothing new to us. We actually did one in Montreal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jeff. All right, so first you wanted a ledge. This isn't necessarily the best ledge spot. There's two main ledge the, spots. The two main ledge spot. I'm saying if you want to like, you know, actually skate and meet some locals, definitely go to Peace Park. It's so where, really, like, all this shit in the Dime videos, mm-hmm. that marble ledge spot. And then Parc La Fontaine as well. Parc La Fontaine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you'll have some fun there, good flat ground and shit. Uh, definitely can pound some steamies on the benches.
0: Oh, yeah. If you're looking for an all-day sesh spot, that's the one. They're both the one.
1: Yeah, you go, you skate around there, you go home, you have your shower, and then the real question comes into play. I don't know if you guys are good boys or bad boys, but if you're good boys, you're going to go to the strip club first, get that out of your system as you're getting a buzz on, and then go to the bar.
0: Always smart.
1: Or if you're bad, you go to the bar first. Get real turns and then go blackout at the strip club.
0: Take one, one too many trips to the ATM. <laughs> uh, stizo oh!
1: and then apologize for it. <laughs> oh! Okay, so strip uh, clubs—the like main yeah. cheesy
0: one that like you're guaranteed to get into. There's gonna be like four or five other bachelor parties going on same time. Shapery classic, but that one's a little out of the way.
1: Karma sutra. And Kingdom are close to each other. I think Karma Sutra is the answer. But there's no shortage of strip clubs in Montreal. And you can't really go wrong with any of them. They're pretty lenient with the rules up in there. Not that I would know. Just friends.
0: Yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah, never been to one. Uh, So yeah,
1: Chez Paris, fucking Karma Sutra. Top two. And then for bars, if you're looking for more of a clubby vibe, uh, I would say go to this one earlier. Because... Since you're not from the city, you won't have like line bypass or anything, but apartment 200, classic, good time, more of a clubby vibe. And then if you're looking for more pool hall, chill styles, uh, go to Frappé on saint Laurent. Oh, and if you're on saint Laurent, you might as well hit Suwu, S-U-W-U, uh, seven to nine is happy hour, two for one drinks, two for one cocktails, can't go wrong. So, you can't go wrong with Montreal, period. Exactly, you're going to have a time. For skating and a bachelor party. Uh, you
0: could even bar crawl up Saint Laurent. You're gonna have a good time, man, yeah, and meet yeah. some people. Before you know it, you're gonna be getting shown around.
1: Uh, definitely give us a shout back after the weekend goes down in the spring. Yeah, we'd love to. Looking hear about it. Looking forward to hearing about it. Have a blast, also, boys! Um,
0: before we go, give them your sandwich and smoothie spot for the, the morning hangover.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Before the drive back to Toronto, you gotta go to this spot, Dan. We always go to. We always go to Shea Jose. Um, Google it. Shay, Jose. It's good Shea. You get a little sandwich and smoothie combo. Perfect for that drive home. You know, make the hangover a little less painful.
0: Have a hell of a trip. Hopefully by then your Bruins will be knocked out of the playoffs. Sorry, (laughs) bruv. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending in them emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Man, hit us with a little voice note, dog. We want to hear from the people. Theo Banks, man letting us down, man. We miss you, dog.
1: And yo, where the fuck's our uh, footy chat, man? I guess we'll be talking about that real soon.
0: y'all know what time it is it's the rundown the skateboard world source for sports and we got news coming at you from every league you can think of so in no particular order let's get into it man yeah i saw someone
1: called you out called us out but mainly you for not enough leafs news i hope we have some leafs news this week for the people
0: yeah i heard about that man i just (laughs) The Leafs are beating beaten like a dead horse, man. You get all your news from every different sports channel in Toronto. I just hear so much about the Leafs, I tend to talk about other stuff. but People want to hear your thoughts on the Leafs. All right, we'll start with them then. John Tavares goes into enemy territory back to the Long Island. And uh, he wasn't greeted with very many cheers. He put in nine hard years of work in one of the grossest arenas I've ever been to in my life, and that's how they gonna treat him when he comes home. Yo, I randomly watched that game with Didi. Disrespectful man, throwing snakes on the ice, throwing jerseys at him. What was this? The Islanders? The Islanders. The New York Islanders. They play half Fucking the bitches. half the games are in Brooklyn. Half of them are in the island. They can't even get a new stadium, and you gonna blame the guy for coming home to one of the greatest organizations ever? making 11 million dollars a year to live in the greatest city in the world and you gonna shame him because he left the island wow that was just some disrespect I've never seen, man. How many years was he there for? Nine years. They made the playoffs once, oh, I think. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. He didn't complain one time. They were all cheese because during the season he was peppered with questions where he was gonna sign. Obviously he's not gonna go come out and say I'm leaving in the middle of the season. Yeah, you wait and you see what who offers what. But you can't be surprised that he left the island. For fuck's sakes. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Probably. Like that was the first time the arena sold out in like years they're 31st or 32nd in the league in attendance you got the nerve to holler at john taveras like he's the problem y'all the problem you can't even fill the arena on any given day so what 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 type of team you think you're gonna get yo
1: honestly that's that shit we were talking about last week the fucking narrative needs to change was he a free agent free agent he, he was- earned that shit after nine years i don't nine even watch years. hockey i watched that game randomly and i heard the booze yeah, my roommate
0: explained the situation to Screaming, me. Screaming, "We don't need you!" Oh man. So then let him go in peace. Dog. But on second thought, the Leafs really should have stood up for John Tavares and put in a better effort. The fact that the Islanders yeah, won six slapped. one that was not a good look. Well, yo, I'm at, yo, I heard John, John Tavares may have put five to ten k up on the board for the game winner in the <laughs> Leafs, and no one, no one, no one could secure the yo, bag. Nine years in any
1: one job is a long time. When someone leaves after earning their contract ending, and they they choose to go to a winning team and a, and his home, like dude, that's just
0: it's not like that, he left. Yo, that's the after kind of shit that makes free level. agents not want to go there too. Hundred percent. He signed a a, a long term deal there. He fulfilled it. Like, what do you want from the guy, man? He's he was free to go wherever he wanted. You guys weren't trying to build a winning team,
1: like. Yo, to, to all the fans down there How many times have you guys traded a player in those nine years Midway through a contract But I'm sure you weren't booing the fucking You know, your general manager at the time yeah. Yo, get off John Tavera's Fucking
0: bastards Shouts to T Dot, man They made the next home game was John Tavera's Day in Toronto So yeah. that's how you do it, man JT, we love you, dog. I know you listening See, the, the people are happy They got their Leafs talk, man well, A nice rant go. from Donald yeah, I had to get that out So move over to the NFL real quick. Just a a funny little tidbit that I saw. Kansas City and Andy Reid are working on a proposal to change overtime in the NFL after that loss in the championship game, rightfully so. They want both teams to be able to get one offensive possession guaranteed. Changing the fact from if you go down and score a touchdown on the first possession, it's over. He thinks that the second team allowing the touchdown should get a chance to tie the game. Thoughts? Doesn't surprise me. It's coming from Kansas City, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so too, man. I I hate overtime in football. It's so shitty. Like, especially in the I, playoffs. I just hate I when get it's it over. In the Regular yeah, season. Yeah, you got to get it like, over with and the save their quick, bodies. Yeah. But but man, in the playoffs, championship game, it, that's that ain't right, man. That ain't right. I think both teams should have an equal chance. The NFL's fucked how much they change the rules every year because it's such a fucking... They never know
0: what to do. It's not a perfect yeah. sport. Hard to officiate and shit. Sticking in the NFL, we got news on three different running backs. We're going we're gonna to get through them real quick. Alex Collins, cut by the Ravens, a guy me and you have liked in fantasy and in real life, to be honest with you, involved in an early morning car crash. I think there was reports he had some guns and drugs on him as well. It ain't looking good for him, but knowing the NFL, he'll be on a new team next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were just looking for an excuse to cut his ass anyways. At the end of the year, they started playing their young guns anyways. John Collins, man. Alex Collins. Oh, my bad. I was thinking Atlanta Hawks. Alex Collins, you let me down in both my fantasy leagues, but best of luck to you in real life, eh?
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Early reports on Le'Veon Bell saying that he's most likely to sign with the New York Jets. It ain't the Colts. But how's he fit on the Jets, man? Ah, uh, that's the t- that's exactly
1: what I didn't want to hear. I'm a huge Lev Bell fan. Unless they completely revamp that shit and become a playoff team, Absolutely. you know, he's just gonna go rot away the next few years of his prime.
0: I like Sam Darnold. He uh, finished the season strong, so I have high hopes for him and Gang Green. But this would be Le'Veon Bell's decision. So if that's his decision, then you do what you want, man. He's not getting traded like like AB. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's trying to secure that bag. You can tell. Maybe he wants the bag. Him and Pittsburgh might have regrets when if the Jets are ain't even sniffing the playoffs again, and Pittsburgh
0: also sucks. But yo, they should have just coughed it up and stayed one big happy family. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Third and final RB Todd Gurley has announced that he has arthritis. I think we all got arthritis Todd Like, Let's get over it dog But what's this mean Are they going to stick with CJ Anderson The little committee down there in LA I guess for
1: now There's a long way to go Before the season starts I hope he can find a way To to fight through that arthritis It's no fun That was just an unfortunate end To the season for him man Fucking one of the top dudes If not the top dude At that position
0: So as it stands right now Who are you taking with the first overall pick In fantasy football Mine would have to be Saquon Barkley baby can't really argue that are they
1: gonna be better though if I'd feel more confident in Saquon if they were were a a, a playoff team and shit they need
0: a new quarterback I haven't thought about that at all I need more time (laughs) I'll hit you back next week Jason Witten is unretiring leaving the booth and his crusty ass (laughs) squad on Monday night (laughs) to rejoin the Cowboys and try and make his weird hands actually useful dog what do you think I mean, he wasn't doing anyone any services in the booth, so
1: might as well get back on the field if you still got some gas in the tank. Shouts to Jason Witten.
0: I wanted him to do well in the booth, man, but it, it just was just getting hard out. to listen to. Yeah. So and Booger McFarlane wasn't helping on that weird oh my sky lift God. thing he's flying around on. They need to fix Monday nights, man. Losing Gruden really, really wasn't a good thing. But early reports show the Jags are going all in on Nick Foles. 20-plus mil, I'm hearing. (laughs) Nicky about to secure his bag. Is that what the Jaguars need, though? We've been saying for years all they needed was a quarterback. Is Nick Foles the one? I hope so, if they're going to give him that big bag.
1: But like we said last week or the week before, you know sometimes people get signed for that playoff magic, and then you get the real version Mm. in the regular
0: season. Like, People get created as gods in the sports world and they can't do anything wrong. But if you take a look at Nick Foles' numbers outside of Philadelphia not the greatest man
1: so i'm saying like look at case keenum you know what i'm saying broncos not the answer now they got flacco in the building
0: <laughs> that's just a terrible twosome, man. but
1: you you know what we we both are huge fans of nick Foles, big time and uh we I, we both like the
0: jags too 100 percent. we would love this to be a happy marriage and for them to get back in the playoffs absolutely imagine a a b lands in jacksonville as well <laughs> Now we're talking. Let's move over to baseball for a sec. A very rare sport we talk about. But we're talking about one of the biggest bags ever secured in sports history. Bryce Harper and his agent went into Philadelphia with ski masks on and got $330 million for 13 years. The man's going to be 39 years old when the contract ends. Good or bad contract for the Philadelphia Phillies?
1: Great contract for Bryce Harper. Oh. (laughs) probably not so great for the phillies you know if he gets injured if he starts to tail off i remember hearing jalen i mean jacoby saying that his numbers the last three years haven't even been through the roof uh they've been more average so we'll see but congrats to him and his family that's insane he turned down more money in less years too just to have that fucking Mm -hmm. long-term security can't knock him for that hopefully that works out for for the team though god damn
0: that's a long contract man i heard he turned down between 40 and 50 million for four years from the dodgers would have became a free agent at 32 could have signed another long-term deal but he wanted 13 years man so i hope you like philadelphia and those Geno's uh, gino's cheesesteaks don't get to you man the only the
1: only thing that uh they made a good point on Jalen and jacoby was how do you stay motivated how do you stay trying to get better you know, year seven in that deal. You're starting to get Nothing a little pudgy. Oh, like, yeah. God damn. Hopefully he's uh, he's got that, that killer instinct slash work He mentality. was a teenage
0: phenom, man. So good to see him. Uh, I hate hearing the stories when those guys don't pan out. But he's, good. he's set for life. So congrats. You got to hope he's got that Mamba mentality. Never satisfied. And it's not about the money. He's just a hard worker. Big time. Let's finish up with a little AB update. Looks like he's doing everything he can to diminish his trade value with the steelers you got other guys in the nfl like larry fitzgerald sounding off what are the odds he ends up on an extremely bad team with an extremely bad quarterback and he regrets it all because now he's coming out in the press saying he doesn't even need to play football wow
1: homies tripping um I did like how he sounded off on Big Ben, though. Mm -hmm.
0: Something you wouldn't, like, people might think, but you never know for sure until you hear it, you know?
1: Yeah, I just... Something about football and just, like, the hierarchy rubs me the wrong way. Like, basketball, everyone's kind of more equal. There's obviously a star, Mm -hmm. but, like, these quarterbacks get treated like fucking gods. Oh, they are a
0: coach. They're an extension of the coach, essentially.
1: Yeah, but you always hear, like, shady shit coming out of Big Ben's mouth. Mm -hmm. It's nice to finally hear someone kind of call him on his bullshit and that quote on uh, the shop was hilarious when he's like he's like big ben asked told me to run a better route yeah. he threw the ball to the fucking d lineman. what am i supposed to do? Like, yeah i'm saying so i don't know ab is a psycho uh, I'm, I'm a big fan though I hope he goes to a good team And that we can continue to watch his greatness Because it would be a shame For one of the best to ever do it To just kind of fizzle out on a
0: shit team You know what the true shame is? How the Steelers let it get to this man They are truly elite offense oh, man, yeah. The fact that they put up Like I think it was 45 points Against a stout Jaguars D Two years ago in the playoffs End up firing the offensive coordinator Like ever since then I don't know what these guys have been up to.
1: Yeah, ever since Shay's here, man, all downhill. They they have no excuse. I mean, that front office needs to look in the mirror if they don't make the playoffs next year, man. You had Juju, AB, Lev Bell, and fucking James Conner backing them up, and Big Ben, and you can't fucking make the playoffs.
0: Like, God damn. That ain't good, man. <clears throat> all right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week.